Putin, Zelensky, Biden, NATO, and Eastern Europe at war. You are listening to continuing coverage of war in Ukraine on The John DePietro Show. AM 1380, 99.9 FM, WNRI. Listen live online at DePietro.com. Let's go live now to the border of Ukraine and John DePietro. Well, folks, good morning and happy St. Patrick's Day. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at the website, dePietro.com. As we come on the air at 1106 on this St. Patrick's Day, we are coming to you from Schmel, Poland. This is, again, once again, the largest train station to the Ukrainian border. Our continuing nonstop live coverage we continue to be the only American radio show that is here on the ground. Haven't seen any of the locals. Freely admit I have not bumped into anybody from the Providence Journal. They're too busy stealing my stories about the Russian ship. You know, they're, they're on the Narragansett Bay. Folks, they broke the blanking story on Friday. The Journal has it today. It's almost a week later. You know, in the old days, I'll say this about Carol Young or Joel or some of the others. They used to say, as first reported by dipetro.com. It's just go on the website. Check the date. I did the story Friday. I did it from Ukraine. Russian ship with the Z on Narragansett Bay. Now, folks, that's something to be alarmed about because who knows what they're planning with the Naval uh, Newport Naval War Center right there. So I broke that story on the website dipetro.com in today's Providence Journal breaking news. Journal finds Russian ship with a Z on it. Wow. Boy, that closely resembles the story that I broke last blanking Friday. But this portion of the program, folks, on this St. Patrick's Day, and Juan is in very good spirits, is brought to you by the Coesed Inn. It is St. Patrick's Day. You don't have any plans? Hey, pop by and see everybody at the Coesed Inn. 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. There is a link on the website for the Coesed Inn. Pop it and see them. Now, also, this portion of the show, folks, is brought to you by Brother's Disposal. Come on, brother. Call Brother Roland today. Get a dumpster in your driveway, 401-688-0517. Can I do one more? Don't forget, John the Roofer. Maybe it's time for a new roof. Call John the Roofer, 866-906-ROOF. All right, so it is Thursday. And there is a lot of news to report. And you're looking, those watching the live stream, you're watching live. These are all the people, or many people, I should say, arriving here in Schmel from Ukraine. They are, you know, I, I don't even like the word refugees, all due respects to Tom Petty. But I, in some ways, I mean, they are forced. I don't know how else to describe it. I, I, I don't mean it in a demeaning way. It's kind of sad. Um, but they are Ukrainian refugees, but they are Ukrainian people being driven out of their home by Putin's war. Period. Stop. End of story. Stop the conspiracy. But the good news is this is not going according to plan. Now, if you are like me and you're rooting for, and I'm going to flip around in a moment, but if you're like me and you're rooting for Zelensky, once-in-a-lifetime generational leader, that guy is the real deal. He is having effect. He is making the world take notice. He showed bravery, courage. Now, listen, I admit, I, I have a certain fondness for someone who can deliver speech, who can motivate people, 
who can captivate a room. He is uh, 44 years old. He is rugged. He is courageous. He is brave. He is meeting the moment. He's actually the complete opposite of Sleepy Cho. But anyhow, but aside from that, see, I think we're going to turn the corner on all these ancient leaders. Bernie Sanders is 80, Biden's 79. What a, wouldn't it be great? Imagine having a young, vigorous leader like that. Kind of like, gee, I don't know, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Someone that says, you know, I'll be the quarterback on this. But his message is very clear. Now, the reports are, folks, heavy, heavy casualties. Stand by for the truth. Heavy casualties with the Russian military. And, and as much as that's sad, I, I don't know what to say. There was I saw a gripping uh, video. I'm going to have sound later of this mother. And she's pleading for her son to just, like, abandon his post and come home. They told him that he was just going out on routine military exercises. The next thing he knows, he's at the front line of the fighting. There are only 10 uh, Russian soldiers left in his regiment. Now, I'll tell you what could really turn the tide. Low Russian morale. Some of them just start walking away from their tanks, walking away and saying, we're not going to be part of this. That's number one. Number two. It is time for the United States, the Biden administration and Congress to start loading up the Ukrainians with the real firepower that can make a difference. And we have it and we need to start to give it to them, such as and again, I'm no military expert on equipment. At some point, I will try to work on that and and get a chance, hopefully, to have some people on as guests that can talk about some of this equipment as I um. I just want to pivot around with the uh, the live feed. There we go. And um, and folks, we have what they call the uh, there I am the uh, kamikaze type of drones that could totally decimate um, the, these Russian tanks. We we it's all about preserving the air. You know, those of you that caught yesterday's program. And again, good morning, everybody. It's John DePietro on the St. Patrick's Day coming to you from, we are, if I go 15 miles that way, I am in Ukraine. And I, I think either tomorrow or Saturday, I am actually going to finally be able to cross the border and do some firsthand reporting on the ground. So we'll have to wait and see. But it looks good. At least I had a very productive meeting this morning on that. And do it safely. And that's the most important thing. But folks, there is a real possibility here. Listen to me to turn the tide here. The longer this goes on, the worse it is for Putin. I think our allies, and I want to commend, you know, the Senate, the House, they're all all in. It is Biden and his administration that's been dragging us down. But as, as pathetic as this sounds, Biden yesterday finally saying, yes, he's a war criminal. Boy, that, oh, really? Now he's a war criminal? After the war started February 24th. He has been bombing civilian locations. He's been killing innocent men, women, and children. And just a few moments ago, I had the Facebook Live and a beautiful little two-month-old infant, two months old, right across from me. I'm going to show her again in just a moment with her beautiful young mother and her mother. So it's grandmother, mother, two-month-old little baby child, infant, infant, two months old. And the father is is back fighting for uh, the country in Ukraine. But... This is a time. Listen, if this makes me a warmonger, then so be it. See, the strategy is you defeat him now. Hi there, little boy. Hi there. 
defeat him now. Let's defeat him right now over there. So in other words, we don't have to. We don't have to. The Ukrainians, they are fighting. The Ukrainian military, they're brave. They're fighting. They have the foreign fighters coming in. I, I showed many of them to you yesterday, and they continue to come streaming in. Um, but I like the idea. Listen, you have an army that is brave, who is fighting. You have a brave leader. Give them unsophisticated weapons and let them beat them right now. You know what would be really amazing? And I'm the first one, I think, that's going to say this. And I realize I throw people because I'm not using some of the talking points that other people use, some of the pabble that's out there and the misinformation. A lot of people are using propaganda that is funneled to them from Beijing and from the Kremlin. But you know what? You know what? More than anything I want is is Putin would now be 0-2 against the United States. He was livid when Reagan took down the Soviet Union. This would be really incredible if this would be the second time that we would have to defeat the Soviet Union. Now, when we did defeat them last time, keep in mind that then led to what we now know as Russia. And that did lead to a period of peace for a period of time. And I want to remind people that, you know, there, there was a period of time when Russia, um, you know, it was actually conceivable, and I recognize that everyone follows this, but it was actually conceivable that maybe Russia would become part of NATO. But something else that I want to mention to you, and this is so important, and again, folks, good morning. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. It's 11.15. It is St. Patrick's Day. I recognize that it's St. Patrick's Day and the PC Friars are playing next hour and so forth. But, folks, the, the war is not ending and our coverage of it is, is not ending. But I, I recognize that this, this is the moment. And, you know, Biden is certainly not Ronald Reagan. Um, but there is a chance that President Zelensky could end up being almost like a Ronald Reagan type of figure. If he can, in fact, um, if th- this is the move, this is the move. Now, the next 24 hours are very important, 24 to 48 hours. The reason why it's so important is because we have to keep China out of this. It is not your imagination. China and Russia have made a pact and they want to. They say it's time to bring down the West, meaning the United States, and they want to divide the world. We have to win this battle right now. If if Ukraine can defeat, that's a nice dog, can defeat, I wish I could take a picture. Um, I'm going to start a thread on Twitter of all the refugees' dogs that I see. If Ukraine can defeat Russia, folks, this is the time to put Putin out of business right now. Don't give him, you know, some time to get his legs under him. Don't give him time to rebuild. Don't give him time to bring in some of these Syrian fighters. Take him out right now. This portion of the John DePietro Show on this St. Patrick's Day on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM as we come to you from Eastern Europe is brought to you by J. Perry Paving. Hey, call right now and book your appointment and let's get that driveway paved. 401 732 1730 401 732 1730 it's j perry 
paving. They do a tremendous job on patios and driveways. It's J. Perry Paving, 401-732-1730. And also look for them on Facebook. It's J. Perry Paving. Folks, as always, go to the website, dipetro.com. Boy, it is nonstop with the uh, the dogs. This portion of the John DePetro Show, hey, I also want to call out, is brought to you by Brood Awakenings. And I want to commend my friend David at Brood Awakenings. That is rotten what is going on. If you're listening right now, and I recognize that it is St. Patrick's Day, and maybe people have different plans, but I want to encourage you to visit our friends at uh, Brood Awakenings. Because what David is going through right now, where, um, and I'm not sure if the screen is somehow a little dark, but what, um, hold on, oh wow. All right, that's a train going by. Sorry for the train, folks. Let me do that. Nope. Hold on. All right, folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Check out the website, dePietro.com. Let me just, we have a minor. There we go. Okay. Um, Make sure that you stop in to Brood Awakenings because what is happening right now with the fact that Ramona Bessinger was just going to give a speech about critical race theory and those nuts from North Kingstown showed up at the Brood Awakenings on Bald Hill Road in Warwick and were then protesting and threatening some of his employees and trying to shut the whole thing down. That That is ridiculous. I want to say a special hello to David, everybody at Brood Awakenings. That is outrageous. Uh, that that is that is something that is not allowed in a free country as much as they say, oh, well, we have the right to freedom of speech. Hey, listen, you don't have to attend. You know, they're going to they're hosting an event. Ramona Bessinger, who we've had on the program, who I know I consider a friend. I admire her. She was going to talk about her experience as a teacher with critical race theory in the classroom. And she was using Brood Awakenings, Bald Hill Road and War, which is a great location. She was going to use that as the spot that she was going to have her give her speech. And so a bunch of nitwits and these other people, bullies, and the teachers unions going after her, they started going after her. They started protesting and threatening employees at Brood Awakenings Warwick. So I am asking anyone that can listen or if you are watching or share, stop in there and, you know, buy a gift card. Give them some business. I can't wait to get back. I'm going to do a one after dark from there. What, what is this? What do you mean? You what, what are you penalty? You want to go after her? Go after her. That, that's just the venue. That's just the venue that she was using. What he, you know, th- this is so unfair because what if, you know, this puts a business owner in a no-win situation because if someone wants to host a talk, well, if you don't allow them to use your venue, well, then that's considered discrimination. So they say, okay, you can use my venue and it's a great venue and you can have your speech here. And then you get these nut protesters led by that lunatic who's friends with Pork Boy, who's on the North Kingstown School Committee, who was asleep at the switch with all the fat testing, naked fat testing going on. So, you know, before I left, they had the big story of the communists at the Red Room in Providence. And, you know, they're just having a peaceful reading and the media and then, oh, my God, they're inundated by these white supremacists. About, it was a bunch of idiots on the sidewalk yelling at them. 
and then they were there for less than two minutes and left. Oh, my God. And they all tweeted out, this is outrageous. Those communists, they were getting together to celebrate the invasion of Ukraine. And some idiot not, uh, neo-Nazis did show up. And their whole thing was just to disrupt them. And that's what they did. They disrupted them. And think of all the politicians, Cicilline and McKee and Sabina Matos, all falling over themselves. Oh, this is outrageous. This is America. These communists have a right to get together to try to overthrow our government on Camp Street and celebrate the invasion of Ukraine. So, oh, no, they, they absolutely have the right. Okay, then Ramona Bessinger is a former you know, teacher of Providence. She's going to have a speech to some parents about critical race theory in the public schools. Oh, no, 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 that shouldn't be allowed. No, no, no. Oh, did you see parents? Did you say schools? Oh, no, then that should not. Oh, no, you can't have anything like that. Well, then that has to be shut down. What an absolute disgrace. So make sure you support Brute Awakenings, and I am uh, so proud to call uh, David my friend. That is disgraceful what they are doing to him and protesting and threatening his employees in the parking lot in that manner. Like, what is happening, folks? Juan leaves on this overseas assignment for all of them. Is it my imagination or is the screen a little dark? I can't tell. Um, Anyhow, maybe I should have left it the way it was. Okay, there it's like that. Oh, okay, there we go. And then we just go like... Nope. All right, we'll go back that way. Nope. All right, folks, and again, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. Here we go, AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. All right, I'll go that way then. I apologize, folks. <laughs> it's, it's, it's my doing. There we go. Um, I want to, uh, once again, just remind people that that type of thing... Uh, should not be tolerated. And the same thing, they're going after this guy in Charlestown who was saying, you know, we have to be careful. We have to be careful with these food trucks because we don't want, you know, like a Providence crowd coming in and the Lords is all upset. You know what is so uh, disgraceful about that is Alorza, Alorza, you know, maybe he's saying, that, gee, we don't want rioters. Maybe they're saying, gee, we, we don't want the people that protest in uh was trying to scare people and terrorizing people on federal hill maybe that, that maybe that's what they're talking about when they say they don't want the providence crowd and turning into something like that so no one ever comes out and uh and says something like that but folks getting back to and again you're listening to the john DePietro show it's am 1380 and 99.9 fm this portion of the program Folks, don't forget, it's Coogie. It's R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today at 401-732-6562. 401-732-6562. R.E. Coogan and Heating. We'll look for them on Facebook. Big supporters. And I'm going to circle back with them because he was a uh, who's become a good friend of mine. He's asking. Um, it's also plumbing, by the way. But he was asking that he and his employees want to do something for the people of Ukraine. I'll, I'll you know, I, I, other than folks, the Red Cross, I, I don't know what the answer to that is. I mean, I, on the one hand, I think it's terrific that people want to help and show support for the people of Ukraine. However, like I said, I think this is just my opinion. If you really want to help them, contact our local delegation or your Massachusetts delegation. And tell them, say, hey, I'm a voter and I want our government, the Biden administration, I would like to see us do more to militarily support 
the people of Ukraine. That's what they need. That's what they need. I mean, all due respect, if you're if you've been watching any of the uh, coverage, um, this business of um, as far as, you know, and again, I'm not trying to knock anyone. And I know that people are all trying to help. But this business, I know someone's like going around and gathering teddy bears. I, I don't even know what they, these people are scattered all over the world. I don't know how you're even going to get it to them. The people that are there on top of that. If you have one suitcase that you can, one suitcase that you can, you know, uh, leave with, the last thing you need is then a big, bulky stuffed animal that then you have to travel with as well. So, and as far as supply, I mean, I don't know. There are agencies that are set up that are well equipped to deal with this type of thing. I would defer to them. Um, The Red Cross is always a safe bet. Uh, or other notable organizations. But I, I, and I saw the story before I left. And again, I'm not in any way trying to knock the individual. It sounds like a nice gesture. But to think like, what, you're going to send 1,000 teddy bears over here? And, and then what? The people are all fleeing to different parts of the world. You'd be better off sending them to me in Poland. And I'll give them out on the sidewalk. But all the kids that are arriving here are getting things like that. So, But something that is very big. And this is wildly important, folks, as you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. As we're uh, coming up close to 1130, you see, and I want everyone that's watching on this live stream, you can just, it, it is absolutely nonstop. Um, this, the amount of people, these are all people coming off the train from Ukraine. And it is absolutely nonstop. It, it just never slows down. But this is very significant. I'm saying the next 24 to 48 hours are very important as Ukraine's going to mount a counteroffensive to drive the Russians back from key cities and specifically the capital. This is wildly important. They cannot allow Putin and the Russians to take the capital. They cannot allow Putin and the Russians to take the capital. So now the UK, our allies, the Brits, their intelligence says the invasion has stalled on all fronts. And the ruined game plan is very visible in the south. The tanks are becoming graveyards. And right now, uh, the more humiliation, the kidnapped mayor has been rescued. And that is tremendous. I was speaking with some Ukrainian people earlier. He was their mayor and they were celebrating. Moscow warns will put the USA in its place. See, this is where uh, troops warn will rise against you. See, that would be huge. But I want to be very clear, folks. He is threatening the United States. And what people have to decide, all of us have to decide, are we going to allow someone like that to make demands on the United States? I'm going to argue no. I'm going to say that we do not want to have a dictator, brutal murderer, killer like that making demands on the United States of America. No, I don't think so. As a matter of fact, I know we don't. We do not want that. The people are not going to move a train so it's loud. The people are not going to tolerate it. And I don't think as Americans that we are going to put up with it. So I know, and, and I'll say this, I think the propaganda 
has been very, very strong and even surprised. There I am. Surprised many people of just how strong that propaganda has been. But what you need to understand, and again, folks, it's John DePietro. I want to say hi to this. Freddie. Thank you and everyone that is tuned in. Remember, we're doing the live stream on Facebook. People have really liked it. Um, it is comical, folks, that uh, I'm still getting. And again, I, I'm not going to dwell on it, but I'm getting email from people like, you're not there. It's all fake. Those are all actors around you. Um, that's a green screen behind you. Uh, my friend saw you at Stop and Shop last <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to say to these people. Think how pathetic that is. But these are, you know, these, I don't know what to make of individuals like that. Nope, you're not there. You're not on the border. Nope. You're, you're somewhere. What did the person put? Well, you're somewhere in Rhode Island. I just don't recognize where. I think it's the Kingston train station. I don't think it's the Kingston. As a matter of fact, I know it's not. <laughs> but at this point, it's more laughable than anything. And I want to remind people, you know, not everyone, as I've told you, not everyone was on board when we went into Germany and took out Hitler. He had allies in the United States. People don't want to recognize that now. But a major turning point, and here you can see more people from Ukraine uh, arriving here, folks, at, at the station. And I'll tell you, when I was first here the first time, I mean, this um, some of these buildings, it's very... I mean, we're, this is reminiscent of uh, some of the horrors that this part of the world has seen. And especially, we're not far from, for those that do know history and follow history, I mean, I, not to be too grim on this St. Patrick's Day, but this is where, you know, not far from here, these trains were filled with Jewish people that were then being herded into the concentration camps, into the death camps. A lot of people who don't know or have studied history, that... So all those camps, they were all right here in Poland. And I'll tell you that the, the people of Poland, they're well, well aware of that and don't want to see anything close to like that. Um, and I'm not saying that would be, but I'm just saying they, they, they just have a different perspective. Those camps, right, Treblinka, Auschwitz, they were not in Germany. They were here in Poland. Poland was occupied by Nazi Germany. The Polish people, you've heard me do the interviews, they, they want this to end like... Now, they recognize he's got to be stopped. He's got to be stopped right now. And this is how this dictator. But what is happening right now, and it is like a glimmer of hope, is, and see, this is Zelensky. He is rallying his people. He has shown. It goes back to that Friday night. They attacked on the Wednesday night. That terrible, I still can't get past that. Laura Ingram program of she was criticizing Zelensky. I am a Trump supporter, but that was certainly not his greatest moment in any way. But that Friday night, as you know, the American officials, Biden was saying to Zelensky, do you want us to get you out of there? Do you want us to evacuate you from the country? And that that line that they all know and has motivated so many of them is simply, you know, I don't need a ride. I need ammo. Like, you don't get it. We're staying and fighting. How can you not respect and rally around someone like that? So where I'm telling you on this Thursday, as I am on the ground, and there's Polish military everywhere, and as I have told you, and I want to thank Justin Katz, <laughs> that even someone sent me, he did a, a, a blog post on, is the rest of the media aware <laughs> John DeVito is actually doing international reporting. 
Sorry I'm not at the Providence Place Mall. Listen, this is wager. He, they could be defeated. What a win this would be. What a win this would be for the world to take him out. Zelensky is the one that motivated me to come over here. All these people are telling, oh, Ukraine is corrupt. No, it, it was corrupt because it was Putin that had his puppet there. And then the people of Ukraine in 2014 tossed him out. And that's why And people say he shut down three. Yeah. You know why he shut down those stations? Because it was all propaganda. I want to tell you, folks, I feel very comfortable with where my position was before the war, before it started. I feel comfortable. My position, those of you that have watched or listened, has not changed before the war, since it started, and up until now. We're on the right side of history. Not everyone is, and a lot of people are confused. You know, as much as I voted for him twice, President Trump is slowly finding his footing here. President Trump has pivoted from where he first was. There are people, something else that I want to share with you. And I am telling you right now, as much as this child, who's this child making noise? Now we're quiet. Now we're quiet. All right. Oh, now we're quiet. Somebody needs a timeout. Some refugee needs a timeout. No, I'm just kidding. My, <laughs> can you imagine you've been traveling for three days and then you have Juan over here telling his uh, little child to, uh, to be quiet. But, um. Here's the part that you need to know. And as many people, I, I'm not, I'm not going to divulge any confidences, but I have said this before. And, and so, therefore, I feel comfortable once again um, repeating it. There, there is, and I filmed it and I posted it, there is American military here. And we have found, I know where they go at night. And so I have started going there. And wouldn't you know, it's a total coincidence and I run into them. But there are, you're going to find, you're going to find, there are American media that have been over the years now, past several years, taking money from the Kremlin, from Putin. It's going to, it's going to come out. At some point, it's going to come out, right? They better hope that when Putin goes down, that, who is this little child making all this noise? That... <laughs> it's going to come out. And there's someone, she's coming out with a book soon. Big concern. And I never gotten it. I've said it. You watch. What they do is the Kremlin now, Moscow, they buy mass copies of the book. i got to get my friend reading with Robin on this story. And they'll buy, hi there, little boy. They'll buy the Kremlin now through different companies. They funnel and they buy thousands of copies of the book. So what happens? This person who's a mediocre talent, conservative commentator, boom, suddenly, suddenly they have a bestseller on their hands, right? And now that gives them a bigger platform. But the problem is now they're in the pocket of Putin and the Kremlin. And you're going to notice, you're going to recognize some of the names. I will once again say, one of the biggest problems has been the Putin propaganda. The propaganda, United States, we've been getting double whammy between China, Beijing, and also from Russia. And social media was very slow to try to catch up on, that's okay, catch up on, that little boy, catch up on some of that stuff. 
But they stole you. You watch. There was some very odd things. There were some people. See, the higher their platform is, the more attention they would get. And now, in the moment of truth, that's why they're coming out with these outrageous statements. I love the people. I'm not backing Putin. I'm condemning the war. But what is the but? You have a, a brutal killer dictator. But what could really turn the tide now is, in fact, now we're quiet. Oh, my goodness, folks. I feel like I am in line at Dave's, but I would quickly pay my bill and exit the store. Um, even as a parent, you got to admit, nothing goes through you more than that, whatever that is, that roar almost blood curling wine and i get it they're tired i fully get it one is I'm, I'm i'm totally not insensitive i get these people have been traveling endlessly i get that but the tide is turning and finally but this is being led by congress you know when they had the you know Zelensky was beamed in and it's up there you know they gave him a standing ovation the guy is the real deal, right? He is brave. He is tireless. He is fearless. Putin was trying to kill him. Putin tried three different times to try to kill him. Paid assassins. Still standing. Still taking them out. Standing ovation. And as they're all standing and applauding, Marjorie Taylor Greene pretends to go and get her phone and won't clap for him. Like, what, what is that? Like, what, 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 what playbook is she following? But, but, so he's not courageous? Like, I, I don't understand. If that's not a brave individual, then, then I don't know who a brave individual is. This guy, he is, in fact, he is, you know, he is George Washington. He is Reagan. He is Winston Churchill. He is all of those things rolled into one. And he is, I believe, transforming how we view leaders. I really mean that. And I recognize not everybody gets that yet. Not everyone's on board with it. Folks, this is what you have to understand. And again, you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I do understand that some people, you know, there's someone that I know and respect was like, Juan, what's with all this propaganda? The United States, we don't do propaganda. We have the free press. Putin, you're arrested. If you write anything about the war that they don't approve right now in Russia... 15 years in jail. That's why all the news agencies started pulling all the reporters out. Who wants to do 15 years in a Russian prison and make the ACI seem like a resort for crying out loud? The answer is nobody. So we don't put propaganda on. Then why do you think we don't have on our news channels? We don't have people running behind them saying, stop the war. He's lying to you. That's what's going on in Russia. I recognize, I want to be very clear, I recognize it's been a confusing time. Someone sent me a text that they had gotten from a friend. And their friend said, I'm confused why Trump is now attacking Putin. I thought we're supposed to be rooting for Putin. All right, when I first saw that and learned that was an adult, sent that to another adult. Um... As, as embarrassing as that is and frightening, that's, you know, that's kind of like you're a sophomore in high school and on the Thursday night 
right? The friend group is saying, oh, by the way, tomorrow's spirit day, we're all wearing red. Or tomorrow's spirit day, we're all wearing, like, blue and white. I mean, like, what is this? Why is Trump attacking Putin? I thought we're supposed to be supporting Putin. Gee, why would you be supporting a mass murderer? Why would you be supporting someone who's guilty, a war criminal? Why would you be supporting someone who has waged this war and is killing innocent men, women, and children and violently attacking this country? Oh, I forgot. The bio labs. Oh, there we go. What an absolute joke. Folks, again, I'm not going to. It's a very moving piece of the puzzle. There's a lot of disinformation out there. There are these people that. Oh, I get it. Suddenly we go from COVID into this. You know, and even Jesse Waters, who I like on Fox, asking a guest, do you think Biden is using this to uh, pivot away and distract people from COVID? How, how does someone even ask that question? Like, are you, his network, you, you, some of his colleagues have been blanking killed over there. Like, I, I just... Who's writing and coming up with these questions? The attack is on the West. Some of the Russians are saying, we want Alaska, and we should drop a nuclear weapon in Nevada. Like, just what planet are these people living on? And I love that a number of the people said, oh, you can't say this, or you're unpatriotic. You can't say that, or you're unpatriotic. Listen, this is very simple. And I freely admit, yes, I had 12 years of Catholic education. St. Paul School for eight years, and then Bishop Hendrickson for four years. So I fully get that. But what many people need to understand, and, and they're out there. I know, you know, you, it, not everyone's easy to reach. Many people, I'm learning and understanding why their families don't invite them over for holidays. I'm learning why people at work don't want to talk to them. I'm learning why many of their family members don't even want to listen to their lunacy Uh, conspiracy theories anymore. This is really simple to understand. And I want to credit President Trump, who did an interview with Judge Jeanine Piero the other day and framed it. Now, the problem is, because he framed it so simply, a lot of the Trump supporters didn't even pick up on it. But it's really simple. It's about, and President, these are President Trump's words. So if you want to attack someone, attack him. It's about land. Putin wants land back. He believes that that land belongs to the Soviet Union. He wants to restore the land to Russia. He wants to take the Baltic states. He wants to take Ukraine. He probably wants to take Poland. He wants Alaska. He is calling in. He feels like the debt is due. He is Tony Soprano in the episode where Davey gets in trouble gambling and then they take over sporting goods store. Putin is like, oh, by the way, I want your country. Oh, and by the way, we're going to take this. Oh, and by the way, we're going to... That, that, it begins and ends with the land. President Trump didn't get into all these wild conspiracy theories. Notice he's not doing that. He can't, because he wants to run again, I believe, in 2024. But if he goes down the path of the, the Kool-Aid drinking lunatic fringe, it, it, he's not going to come anywhere near close to the um, to the White House. This is really simple, folks. It's good versus evil. Putin, this is an attack on the West. They don't want democracy. 
We are, you know, and by the way, Ukraine has every right to be a member of NATO if they want to be a member of NATO. And I'm, I, I feel embarrassed for people who have defended Tulsi Gabbard. You should be embarrassed if you defend Candace Owens. These people are double agents. They really are. I don't. I, I make no apologies about that. Their, their words, it's all, all of their words comes right out of the Kremlin. Putin is evil. Putin needs to be eliminated. Putin needs to be stopped. Um, this is nothing. You know, there are some people, I get that. And again, I know in history, there were people, like I've said, that sympathize with the communists. Bernie Sanders went to Moscow on his honeymoon. There's always been the people that gravitate towards the foreign side. Joe Kennedy was the biggest defender telling the Americans, this is not our war. Stay out of it. Give Hitler what he wants. Just let him have a little more land. Let him take Austria. Let him take Poland. Let him take Czechoslovakia. It's not our, nope, we're not getting involved. Let Japan take over the, you know, this, this, there's always been that type. I'm telling you right now, you don't want to be that type. And the reason why, you know, you can see behind me, look at the results. For those that are watching on the live stream, and again, it's the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This isn't 10 people. This isn't 20 people. This is nonstop. I have literally seen... And it had thousands of people who are leaving a country being demolished and bombed by a madman who attacked them for no reason, unprovoked. Um, and that's why sometimes I just let people watch. And these people, they're, they're polite and they're well-behaved. And when I've interviewed them, and I'm not doing it today just because... You can only so many times ask someone if they speak English, and we will be doing a lot more of that, by the way. I think we, we will be at the border tomorrow. But um, but these, these are people who were going along and had their own country, and then they just happen to have the wrong neighbor. But I am telling you right now, and, um, and many of you, by the way, as um, we are 12 minutes, uh, excuse me, 48 minutes past the hour right here on the John DePietro Show. Um, I've heard from so many of you that are impressed by the people from Ukraine that I've introduced you to. And it started on day one with that beautiful family, that mother and son, and Anna, who was my translator to start off last week. We're so thankful. By the way, she's doing fantastic. I got a nice note from her last night. I mean, there were people that saw her translating for me, and she has got a great way about her. And she is energetic and she's compassionate and she speaks great English. She also speaks perfect Ukrainian. She can also understand some little bits of Polish. She speaks a little bit of French. And she got scooped up from someone that saw her over here on, the, on my live stream. And she keeps saying, thank you so much, Juan, for exposing me to the now. You're very, very welcome. Thank you. I mean, she helped us gain our footing, gave me so much good insight. I am going to put... I have more in-depth interviews with her that we'll be posting on the Facebook page, on the website. But, folks, it has been really an eye-opener because I want you to understand, like many of you, when this first broke, you know, you're watching the build-up to war. And he's surrounding the borders, meaning Putin. And he's right on the border. Even President Trump said that. President Trump said, you know, I thought he was just doing a really tough arm of negotiation. I didn't think he was actually going to go in. But... Listen, you know, it was also one of those things that you don't start putting blood in medical tents up at the front of the line if you're not planning on 
on using them. And that's exactly what was uh, what was going on. And that's exactly why they were doing that. And like many of you, I want to be, you know, I didn't fully know about the president of Ukraine. And it seemed odd that people like Paul Manafort and George Papadopoulos, these others were meddling in the Ukraine elections. And during the Republican convention in the summer of 2016, Paul Manafort was still running the Trump campaign. And there were all of these odd questions about his ties with the Russians. And he was being paid to try to meddle in some of these Ukrainian elections. And then he had these odd ties. He's the one Manafort had these odd relationships, to put it mildly, with some of these, you know, the Russians. And folks, you remember, that's started the whole thing of, you know, the Russians were hovering around the Trump campaign. The Russians were trying to meddle in the election. And so, like many of you, you know, I was learning about that. And then the summer of 2019 was the big story of, you know, Rudy Giuliani was over in Ukraine. And, you know, he was alleging they wanted him to Zelensky to find dirt on the Bidens and, you know, all of this stuff started about blah, blah, blah. But so much of this was disinformation. The more you learn about it and the more you learn about Putin, it begins and ends with him. You know, I don't often agree with Commerce Secretary Raimondo, but former Governor Raimondo was at Brown the other night and she just came out and said it so simply and it's perfect. It's Putin's war. It's his war of choice. One guy, he decided, he's been building towards it, he's been planning towards it. He, he, he senses that Biden is weak, which he is. He senses that Harris is weak, which she is, and she's very weak, and felt, if not now, then when? Nobody's getting any younger. You know, as I've told you, felt his mortality during COVID. It's going to be 70 in the fall. Vlad's not getting any younger. He's like, now it's time for the history books, like Brady. Tom Brady, you know, 45 years old, wants to go for another title. It's no longer about the money, has nothing left to prove other than wants history and wants to try to win another Super Bowl. Um, Putin is like that. He wants to restore the Soviet Union. He has been out there. And I also want to, in 2012, Mitt Romney was right. And, and Obama was wrong. Romney said in 2012, Russia is still a threat. There's still a problem. Obama waved him off very condescendingly. I voted for Mitt Romney. Obama was elected. And in 2014, Putin took Crimea. He is a thug. He is a killer. He is no one to be complimented. He is no one to be admired. He is a war criminal. He needs to be eliminated. Um, he is as evil as they come. The world is going to be a better place when and if they can ever get to him. But a very, very difficult individual to get. So, folks, again, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. We're trying to uh, juggle a lot. I um, was running late a little bit this morning. I know I don't think a lot of people realize that but only because of um, trying to get stuff done because we are continuing our efforts, or I am anyway, to um, try to get over the border into Ukraine. And I think we have made some progress on that. I'm going to know a lot more 
over the next 48 hours. This portion of the John DePietro Show, folks, we have so many wonderful sponsors that I want to thank. And people say to me, Juan, I love your coverage. How can I support you? Support our sponsors. Even if you just call and say, hey, I'm really enjoying John's coverage. Thank you for that. Like Henry Oil, 401-521-0200. Now, it's freezing over here. I'm ready to call them and see if they can deliver. 401-521-0200 for Henry Oil. And, folks, also don't forget. Now, again, we're on till 2. We're on till 2. But, um... Also, this portion of the program, competition shooting supplies. You know, John Francis, I think I am going to talk to him tomorrow. I'm going to call him. Uh, well, I'm going to, I got to plan it out. But but I, I am, am anxious to hear his thoughts. He's very knowledgeable on all different types of weapons of war. And so um, stop it and see him. Benefit Street in Pawtucket. And remember, at competition shooting supplies, he also buys and sells firearms. Either you can sell them to him outright or, in fact... You can sell them on consignment, competition shooting supplies, and his Facebook page is always up to date. I also want to remind you, hey, March Madness is underway. Why not watch all the action at Endzone Sports Pub, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. Feel bad for Bryant, but it is amazing they went that far. But Dana runs a great place, Endzone Sports Pub, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland Karaoke, Friday and Saturday nights. When I am back, I will see you at Endzone Sports Pub. So, folks, it is uh, the John DePietro Show. Again, I I recognize, um, I want you to understand that um, I just have, and I freely admit it, it, there I am, um, to everyone. You know, I I just have a, a different approach in belief when it comes to media. Those of you that uh, follow the program know, I just feel with the technology that now exists, why not go where the news is, right? Instead of so many people in, in my business, they just have to rely on other people to tell them what the news is. And so between the Facebook live stream and then plus the technology that Jeff Gamach has found out about, like Hugo Live, which is incredible and amazing, as I'm able to broadcast a clear radio signal from the border of Ukraine. But I, I just, I've always felt that way. You know, you go back to, I loved, maybe some of you did, maybe you didn't, but I, I loved, and it really started with the Simpson trial, right? With O.J. Simpson, when they had like the, the mini media camp that was set up and court tv was there every day and i just i just always find that to be a a tremendous you know you learn so much more by being on site being on the ground as opposed to just being removed like everybody else um and then many of you know many of you guys saw two years ago summer of 2020 with all the protests and riots um you learn so much more when you can give a first-hand account of, of what it's like there. That's why I, you know, go to a press conference. That's why I cover a trial. Um, I always like to hear, I do, firsthand reports of someone who was there instead of you just have to rely on other members of the media to tell you what it is. Everybody has their own style. Um, it's not a surprise to me that you don't see... Someone even asked me initially, are you going to be like on a radio row of all these radio stations? Folks, as many of you have been following the coverage, 
We're lucky when we find an American. Let alone, no, I have not seen any uh, American radio. I don't, I don't, to me, when you have the technology where I am, this is really incredible. I wish my parents were alive that could just see the technology aspect of it. It's crystal clear that I can communicate with everyone. You guys can see me um, through the power of Facebook Live and then also the, uh, the crystal clear element of the radio. I mean, it's just why, to me, like, why would you not take advantage of it? This, to me, is, is uh, this was a big test. But this is the beginning of how I, I foresee doing coverage, not like the end, right? Like to me, when you go way, way back to the days of like Sherm Strickhauser, Jack Cumley, they used to walk in with the copy of the Providence Journal that came out that morning and there was their news source. And then, you know, then you could go online and get all these things. And now we have news like instantly. But just just my way that I like to approach it is... You know what? You go right there, right? Would you rather? It, it's like being the sideline reporter, but you're also the announcer of the game. And the, and the Ukrainian people are very appreciative. Um, the people here have been very, very friendly to Juan. Um, and also the Polish. I want to thank the Polish authorities have been terrific. They recognized, you know, um, they also, by the way, it is in the news that Putin is now targeting American reporters. Now the word is leaking out that it's not an accident, that they are specifically targeting and trying to kill um, American media members. So there's another element. All right, here's what we're going to do. We're coming up on the 12 o'clock news. I'm going to be doing Facebook Live later. Now we have two more hours to go on the radio show. So in an interview coming up with one of the foreign uh, legion fighters. So coming up, we're going to break for... The 12 o'clock news, again, it's St. Patrick's Day. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can listen at the website, dipietro.com. Again, coming to you from Schmel, Poland, right near the Ukrainian border. We're going to send it back to JR, and let's get an update with the 12 o'clock news. WNRI, Socket, W260DC. WNRI.